Welcome, 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 everyone. We are here for another episode of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network and Bowie Television. Now we're glad to be with you today because we we are in week seventeen. The power rankings of the regular season are coming towards the end. We're bar- barreling our way towards the playoffs, <clears throat> and there's a lot left. There's a lot left. There's still twenty four teams in the mix. Um, uh, for the chance at a Lombardi Trophy, eight teams are completely out of the mix, but. Uh, we're going to see how that all goes, man. We got episode 121 of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network and Bowie Television coming at you next. Once again, we appreciate you all. It's December the 28th, 2023, and we only have a couple days left before the new year. We hope everybody have an amazing Christmas. But now, let's go ahead and get into it. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to One on One at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Welcome, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. You are here for episode 121 of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network and Bowie Television. Now, I'm excited today because a couple days after Christmas, we got a brand new um, webcam trying to make it a little bit better picture quality. The old Mac, uh, I think, was running out of juice. <laughs> so once again, we're glad to be all uh, be here with you all to kind of, you know, just get into it. Uh, break these power rankings down, uh, give you the finale and get ourselves prepped for episode 122 in the last week of the regular season. I can't believe we're that close to it, but that's kind of where we are right now. Uh, tonight, we got the Jets and the Browns. Uh, the, the Browns, who are playing that really good football right now. Uh, I mean, so, you know, Joe Flacco's come in and done some amazing things. Then, you know, I got a chance to see the Jets team last week when I headed up to Jersey to take as the Jets took on the uh, Washington Commanders. And that game <clears throat> was actually a really good game. We saw uh, the Jets jump out to an early 27-7 to lead, and things looked all in the favor all in the favor of the commanders. I mean, in the in the favor of the Jets. Then the commanders made a, a miraculous comeback, took the lead, and then the Jets ended up winning in the end. But like I said, I got a chance to see this team last week. It was it was interesting to say the least, but definitely shows when you don't have a really good quarterback. Uh, but anywho, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into it, and let's start off with the bottom. All right, bottom this week. Now, um, when we jump into this bottom, when we jump into this bottom, a little bit of changes, not a ton, but let's go ahead and get into uh, the bottom from this past week. Now, heading into where we are in the season, week 17, number 32, we got the Carolina Panthers. Carolina uh, gave the 22 team on this power ranking, the Green Bay Packers, everything they could handle. And Green Bay, who disappointed me tremendously in this game because – they started off, uh, or they were 
into the fourth quarter with a two-touchdown lead, and Jordan Love's having another great game. And then the defensive woes continue for the Packers, uh, which has been a theme for the last, what, 15 years, maybe longer, but at least 15 years where uh, the defense has always been that questionable piece of the Packers team. There's some years that they <clears throat> didn't. I'm sorry, I'm allergies acting up, but there have been some years where the Packers team has been on point on the defensive end, but it has not been that way, um, you know, for most of this season. It's been on and off. Right now, uh, they're sitting on that outside looking into the playoff spot. But with the Carolina Panthers, they had uh, a really good thing going in that game. And, you know, they scored two touchdowns in the last seven minutes and were on the move to potentially take the lead, but they just ran out of time. And that was just shades of a young football team. If that was another football team, the Packers would have lost that game. But uh, kudos to the Panthers for a, a well-played game. And, you know, they're at 32 right now, but it was <clears throat> actually a pretty nice day from Bryce Young. Well, 312 yards and two touchdowns. So kudos to the Panthers. They're at 32. At 31, the Arizona Cardinals. I, you know, I picked Arizona to win last week because I thought – you know, with Murray being back, they they would find a way. Uh, I still feel that Murray is the better quarterback between him and Fields. And it just didn't work out that way. The Bears came and they played really tough. They're playing better football towards the end of this uh, season. And they still, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong, I believe they still have a shot to get into the playoffs. It may be a very thin shot, but they definitely uh, have been competing uh, pretty well here over the last couple of weeks. So, when you look at a team like the Bears, who are barely, barely, and I just double-checked it, they're barely in the mix. They they can't afford to lose anything. A lot of things have to go their way um, in order for them to make the playoffs, but they are still in the hunt technically. They're the very last team of all teams of the 24 that are in the hunt. So sh shout-out to the Bears who are at 24 on our power ranking. But a nice win over the Cardinals last week, 27-16. Next, at number 30, we got the – New England Patriots, who beat the number 21 team in this uh, power ranking, the Denver Broncos, 26 to 23. Uh, Bailey Zappi, 256 yards and two touchdowns. Ever since he's become the main starter, uh, I feel like the Patriots have played better ball, and they're getting a lot out of Zeke Elliott. Uh, it's a different Zeke Elliott than we saw at the beginning of the season, and this uh, Patriots team is actually playing decent football right now. Hung on last week against Kansas City, uh, and they've gotten – uh, two wins in the last couple of weeks. So shout out to the Patriots, uh, but they're at number 30 in our power ranking. At 29, the Washington Commanders. And speaking of the Patriots, the last time the Commanders won a game was in week nine versus the New England Patriots. Uh, that was back in November the 5th. I was at that game, and that was the last time that the Commanders won uh, a football game. And then they, that was the right after they had traded Montez Sweat and, and Chase Young. And since that moment, there's been a lot of close ones, a lot of tough ones. It's been a mixed bag of tricks for the commanders. They're 4-11, but it doesn't get no better the next two weeks. They got the Cowboys on the last game of the season, and then they have the 49ers this weekend on New Year's Eve. At 28, the New York football Giants, who played an excellent game on Christmas Day, uh, in my opinion, uh, against this uh, new, not New England Patriots team, but the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Eagles, you know, had to fight hard. It wasn't no easy game. Like, it looked like it was getting away from the Giants. They were down 17 to 3 at one point, I believe 20 to 3 at halftime. And then at the end of that bad boy, you saw the Giants play really good football 
and, and crawl themselves back in there. Tyrod Taylor, who came in for uh, Matilda's dad, who got benched during the way, and that Giants team looked like a completely different team once uh, Tyrod had gotten the game. And the Giants still had playoff hopes, but they them losing that game officially took them out of the playoffs. They are now 5-10. and 10. Giants are at 28. At 27, the San Diego Chargers, a.k.a. the L.A. Chargers, uh, they uh, had a game against the Bills where they played really good football. Easton Stick had not a miserable game, but I felt like they competed with the Bills, and this was another one of those Bills games where it's like you see Buffalo, and you're like, Buffalo can be really good at times. And you're like, wow, that team's ready for a Super Bowl run. And then you have a, a game against a Chargers team, and then you say, ah, maybe they're not ready for that Super Bowl run. Now, what did happen in this game, the Bills win, put them back in the position to uh, to be in the playoffs, currently the sixth seed. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But Chargers lose that one. They move, fall to 5-10. and 10. They're 27 on our power ranking. At 26, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Titans lost a, a, a very tight game against the Seahawks. Uh, it was a it was a battle. Uh, you saw Derrick Henry throw a, a, a passing touchdown in that bad boy. Uh, he had 19 carries for 88 yards and a TD. Geno Smith comes back as a starter, had 227 yards and two touchdowns. Tyler Lockett, you know, showing shades of last year with his eight receptions, 81 yards. He had himself a, you know, a pretty decent day. Uh, and so Seattle gets a much needed win. They're currently holding on tight to the number six seed in the AFC. Actually, I take that back. They're holding on tight to the number seven seed in the NFC right now. So we'll see if they can um, hold on to that bad boy. They've got a couple teams drooling behind them, hoping to get into that playoff spot. So we have the Titans at 26. At 25, the New York Jets, we talked about their win over the Commanders, 30-28. to 28. After being up 27-7, to seven, Commanders come all the way back after Bench and Sam Howell bringing in Jacoby Brissett. And then we saw uh, Greg Zerline knock down a 54-yard field goal to win the game uh, at the end of regulation. So the Jets actually still won six games this year, and I want people to understand that without Aaron Rodgers, they won six games. That's what Zach Wilson being that quarterback, Trevor Simeon, you name it, that's what their season has been like, and they've still somehow found a way, uh, found a way to win six games. I've told uh, somebody on the sideline at this game that if the Jets had a healthy Aaron Rodgers, obviously, uh, to me they're easily winning 11 and maybe like 12 games this year, and they're in the playoffs easily. And so for those teams that are in the playoffs right now, you should be very happy that the New York Jets did not have Aaron Rodgers. That's all I got to say about that. At number 24, the Chicago Bears, of course, they went over the, the, the Arizona Cardinals. We had at 23, the Saints. Now, the Saints football team uh, are hanging on as tight as they can uh, to a playoff spot. They were tied with the Buccaneers heading into this week, but the Rams put an end to that in a very uh, a very interesting matchup on Thursday night last week because it was a lot of playoff implications in that game. So the Rams get the edge over the Saints in the head-to-head matchup. So if anything comes down to any type of tiebreaker, that's going to um, put the Saints out of it. But the Saints are still in the mix because their division is so tight right now. Uh, with the Bucks being eight and seven, and both the Falcons and the Saints being seven and eight, but the Saints are hanging on to any shot of making the playoffs here. At twenty-two, the Green Bay Packers seven and eight win over the Panthers. Uh, not enough to get in the outside looking in. I still think the teams that are ahead of them that are seven and eight have beat them. Uh, the Broncos, the Raiders. I believe it uh, was the uh, Broncos, the Raiders. There's a couple other teams in there that have beaten the the Falcons have beaten the Packers. 
And so it's hard to put the Packers above them, even though I think on certain fronts, I think the, the Packers may be a little bit more talented, but that's on certain fronts. On 21, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Denver lost a golden opportunity, especially with the Chiefs losing on Monday. The Broncos had a game against New England where a lot of people thought, okay, this is not a layup game, but it should be a pretty easy or it should be a very winnable game, I should say, for the Broncos. And they didn't, they weren't able to pull it off. And like I said, the the New England team really came out there and did their thing to get their fourth victory. Now it bumped them back, New England back in the, you know, top five, you know, draft selection order, but they don't care about that. Neither, you know, you know, Bill Belichick doesn't care about that stuff. But that hurt the Broncos a little bit because they could have brought themselves just a game closer to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And now I don't know if their hopes are completely gone, but I think there needs to be two losses, I believe, by the Chiefs. And the Broncos may have to win out to even have a chance uh, to win that division. All right, so here's the bottom. Panthers, Cardinals, Patriots, Commanders, Giants. Chargers, Texans, excuse me, not Texans, Titans, Jets, Bears, Saints, Packers, and the Broncos. So there it is. There is our bottom heading into uh, this week. And now let's go ahead and bring you to the outside looking in. On this week's outside looking in. On this week's outside looking in, what does it look like? Well, it's another log jam <laughs> in the outside looking in. At number 20, the Atlanta Falcons, 7-8, and eight, uh, win over the Colts, which I probably should have them above them, but, you know, like I like to do records. Uh, you know, I've changed my philosophy a little bit on power rankings as the season went along. When it comes to the top 10, I'm a little bit more strict. The, you know, outside looking in and the – and the bottom, I kind of, you know, I'll, I'll kind of go off record and then kind of rank from there uh, who I think are the better teams with those records. So, I mean, the, the Falcons would have win over the Colts. I still think the Colts, in my opinion, my opinion, are a better team. But uh, from what I know, what I've seen, I think they got a the better quarterback. Um, now, the Falcons may have the better skill position players. But for me, I, I still would have had personally would have had the Colts over the Falcons. But anyway, Falcons are at 20. They get the win over the Colts 29 to 10. It was a nice performance. When you bring Taylor Heineke in, this is the complete difference. Uh, Heineke has playoff experience. He knows how to win games. He's tough. He's as tough as they come. Falcons at 20. At 19, the Raiders. Hey, Antonio Pierce has got these guys playing great football. Okay? To go in on Monday, 1 o'clock game, Christmas Day, presents being open. What a presence for the Raider Nation to go into Arrowhead and get a win 20-14. to 14. You know, go in that game. Guess what? If you'd have told me that Devontae Adams would really have no real effect in this game and that Zamir White would be the lead in Russia and that would help propel this Raider team and two great defensive plays by the Raiders, I'd tell you, eh, maybe not so much, but, hey, they did it. They went in there. They got the win. They're doing a pretty good job on that front. So Raiders are number 19. But, hey, the Raiders have a chance to make the playoffs. Heck, they have a chance to win that division. Some things have to go their way. Just imagine if they could have beat the Chiefs earlier this year when they had a jump on them. This would be a whole different thing we're talking about right now. At 18, the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings 
right now are a team that, you know, they played the Lions tough and they had their opportunities to win that game. But in the end, Nick Mullins threw a a really tough interception to, to Mila Falou. I'm, I think I may be saying it wrong. Mele Fun Wu. Mele Fun Wu. And I, I'm pretty sure I destroyed it, but throw, throws the pick to the young man. And that ended the game. The Lions ended up winning 30 to 24. The Vikings are 18 on this list, but they're a better football team than what were, you know, um, it, it, if they had Kirk Cousins, I feel like this team would have pressed a little bit higher, harder on the Lions. Uh, but the win for the Lions helps them um, clinch a playoff spot. So congratulations to the Lions, but we'll get a little bit into more of that when we talk about them in the top 10. Vikings are at 18. At 17, the Colts talked about their loss to the Falcons. They're sitting at 17. At 16, we've got the Bengals, uh, who went into Monday night and lost to the 15th team on our power rankings, 34, or not Monday night, excuse me, Saturday night, and lost to uh, the Bengals, or the Bengals beat, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm tongue-tied. The Steelers beat the Bengals 34 to 11. I'm all over the place. The Steelers beat the Bengals 34 to 11. In a game that we saw Mason Rudolph come out of nowhere and just look like magic. He looked like, you know, he could be a starting quarterback for the team for years to come. And, you know, the Steelers just came in there and did their thing. You know, George Pickens had four receptions for 195 yards and two touchdowns. And that, that's the Steelers team that I'm afraid of if they play like that all the time or close to that. That's the Steelers team you got to watch out for. If they can put up points, their defense can handle things. And we saw that against this Bengals team. Steelers at 15, Bengals at 16. At 14, the Texans. Uh, they did lose uh, against the Browns, but I'm trying not to hold the fact. I'm trying not to hold the fact that um they lost this game too much against them because I feel like when CJ Stroud is there, this is maybe a little bit of a different game. And that's just my personal opinion on that. But what I see is I still like the Texans overall, and I think they're going to find a way to sneak into the playoffs. I just don't know how it's going to happen yet. But Texans at 14. At 13, a team that is falling by the wayside. And as they said back in church for me, Lord, help them stand. That is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jacksonville was easily a while ago. They were five. I remember one time they were like six and two. And they're like two and five in their last seven games. The struggles have hit. Uh, the you know, that that really rough patch schedule that they had in the middle of the season, 49ers, uh, the Ravens, you know, they just they had a really a gauntlet of tough teams. And that's the result, I believe. Uh, and right now they're still hanging on tight. They got the Colts and uh, the Texans nipping on their heels. Both teams are eight and seven. At 12, at 12, we've got. The Seattle Seahawks, uh, the Seahawks. What a nice win over the Texans. I keep saying the Texans and the Titans. We got a nice win over the Titans. I'm telling y'all, tongue-tied. Maybe too much turkey. Maybe too much, uh, you know, that Christmas food. And maybe they just lingered over, lingered over the last couple of days. But anyway, the Seahawks went over the Titans, give them a 12th spot in this, and they're sitting at number seven in the playoff race right now in the NFC. At 11, the team that's sitting at six in the playoff race, the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams see themselves in that spot and number 11. They've beat the Seahawks twice right now. And this team, to me, is probably the most dangerous team in the NFC if they get in. 
not uh, the better teams, but the, the team that nobody wants to see. Um, you know, you don't want to have to deal with Matt Stafford and that crew. Stafford's got a ring, so he knows how to handle things, you know, and you know, Aaron Donald on the other side. You don't want to see the Rams. They're they're gonna be highly competitive. So power rankings outside looking in Falcons, Raiders, Vikings, Colts, Bengals, Steelers, Texans, Jaguars, Seahawks, and the Los Angeles Rams. You know, I, I'll say this, y'all. I, I this playoff race is heating up in a way that I can't wait to see how everything plays out. And it's it's just going to be a fun ride the next two weeks. Uh, there's going to be a lot of playoff scenarios where we're trying to figure out, hey, who gets in and who doesn't get in. And uh, there's a lot of matchups this week, I believe, that we will see that, you know, the Packers and, and Vikings being one with all those division matchups uh, kind of like bumping into each other. Um, I, I'm in, I'm I'm intrigued to see where it all kind of plays out, but we'll see that here soon. Let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and enter into the top 10. All right, all right, all right. We enter into the top 10. Top 10 for this week, uh, week 17 of the NFL season, 2023. First, we start off at the number 10 team, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I feel like they deserve it. You know, they've they've played well. Uh, the connection between Baker Mayfield and, and Mike Evans has been really nice to see. Um, and you can tell that uh, Baker's, you know, maybe found himself a nice little home there. It's still early. If he can help this Buccaneers team get into the playoffs, you know, we've heard rumors of contract extension, so that could be very interesting for Tampa Bay. But I like what they're doing. They had a very nice win over the Jacksonville Jaguars, and, you know, I think they can only go up from here. So we got Tampa Bay at 10. At 9, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. Tough loss to the Raiders, uh, and this team is just not the same team. Um, and, I, and some people will say maybe they needed EB. Maybe they need Eric Ben-Enemy more than people thought. And I think we're seeing a lot of that, uh, that toughness that he brought to that team. Uh, we saw Travis Kelsey implode on the sideline, something we don't normally see. And, uh, you know, he's got a lot of pressure on him <laughs> these days. So, But there's that's the Chiefs. We got him at nine. At eight, the Dallas Cowboys. Back-to-back losses for the Cowboys. They were riding a high. They lose to two AFC East teams. They lose to the Bills. A couple of weeks ago, uh, then they lose to the Dolphins this week. And now this week they got the Lions. So a tough schedule for Dallas as they enter this stretch run, uh, as they're going to try to to finish out. They got the Lions and the Commanders to finish the season. If they can get through this one, I think they can beat the Commanders and put themselves in a good spot. But they got to hope that the, the Eagles lose. And right now the Eagles have the Cardinals and the Giants again. So <laughs> um, speaking of the Dolphins, the Dolphins, are 11 and four. We got them at number six. Got a nice win over Dallas. Game winning touchdown pass to uh, Raheem Morstead. Uh, he had 11 carries, 46 yards. Two had 293 yards and a TD, and the Dolphins win. At number five, the Cleveland Browns. This team, I don't want to hype them just yet. Flacco playing great football. Now, 368 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Okay, the two picks, yeah, okay. But that Browns team has a leader. Uh, and Flacco right now until they can figure out the Deshaun Watson, you know, injury situation that, you know, it was a great pickup midseason. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you're the Browns, is the best quarterback you can have heading into the playoffs. Why? Because he's won a Super Bowl. Why? Because he's playoff Joe. 
And it looks like you're going to be on the road for the majority of these playoffs. So why not have a guy named Joe Flacco as your quarterback? We'll see what that does for the Browns. At number four, the Philadelphia Eagles getting a win over the Giants uh, in that four o'clock game on Christmas, 33 to 25. The Giants gave them all they could give, but the Eagles were just a little bit too much in the end. Hurts 301 yards, passing a touchdown and a pick on the day. Number three, the Detroit Lions winning the NFC, not South, the NFC North for the first time since the year 1993. It has been 30 years since the Lions have won the division. So congratulations to Dan Campbell and the boys. They're going to the playoffs with a chance to who knows, man, maybe even win a playoff game, which hasn't also happened, I believe, since either 92 or 93. So it's been 30 years for both things. So congratulations to the Detroit Lions and their fans. At number two, number two, the San Francisco 49ers. For the first time in quite a few weeks, uh, the 49ers had had the number one spot uh, for two weeks, and they let that bad boy go by the wayside. And they had it a couple of times earlier in the year. So the six-time number one seed uh, 49ers are no more. Uh, in our power rankings and the new number one seed, the Baltimore Ravens. The first time Baltimore has ever had the number one uh, spot in our power rankings after a impressive 33-19 win over the 49ers. And to be honest with you, that wasn't even the real story. Like, you look at that score, you're like, oh, it might have been a little close. No, no, no. Ravens dominated that game. Dominated. Uh, Purdy had 255 yards, four interceptions, no passing touchdowns. McCaffrey had 14, uh, 14 carries, 103 yards and a touchdown done, doing McCaffrey things. And George Kittle had seven receptions for 126 yards. Still not enough. Lamar Jackson and the crew killing it. They are the number one team in our power rankings for week 17. Here it is. We've got Buccaneers, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, Dolphins, Browns, Eagles, Lions, 49ers, and Ravens. And that ends our power rankings for week 17. So there are our power rankings for week 17. And now let's go into the finale and let's finish this bad boy up. All right. So we head into the finale this week. First of all, let's give love to our players of the week from last week. Our offensive player of the week, Amari Cooper, 11 catches, 265 yards and two touchdowns, a 36 to 22 win over the Houston Texans on the road. And Amari Cooper looks like he was worth every bit of that trade a couple of uh, uh, from last season. So, you know, good job. Good job for the Browns. And I like what I'm seeing for him. I don't want to get too hype about him. Uh, but, you know, hey, we'll see. Now, I'm not going to try to destroy my man's name as much as possible. But our defensive player, <laughs> our defensive player of the week is Afitu Malafanwu. Uh, five tackles, two sacks, and an interception against Minnesota in that 30-24 to victory. So congratulations to those two players on our players of the week. Now, as we head to the MVP race, look who's number one now, Lamar Jackson. Now, this is a week-to-week -week thing, so it flips as the year goes along. But we got Lamar Jackson, who's been sitting prettily at third place for the last couple of weeks, moves into the number one spot, number two, McCaffrey, number three, Purdy, Tyreek Hill at number four, and Tua Tagalavoa is at five. That's my power rankings right now for the MVP candidates in the NFL. Real quick trip, a real quick trip to the – uh, 2023 NFL experts, NFL pick them 
League and uh, the Legacy Maker League. Your boy lost last week, y'all. I lost to Christina. I was I went nine and seven. Christina went eleven and five. She had the best record last week uh, in the playoff round. She moves on. She'll take on James Ty. Uh, lost a tough one to Larry, which everything depended on Monday night's game between the Ravens and the 49ers. It was nine to six, nine to six. And Larry, who picked the Ravens, got the dub. He moves on to take on Russ this week. Should be a very interesting matchup between the two, um, between all four of the competitors to see who is going to go to the championship. All right, all right. Next, we, uh, your boy record right now, heading um, into this week, 147 and 93. I went 12 and 4 in week 15, 9 and 7 this past week. But, you know, I'll take it. I think things are. Um, are coming along. I think I got a chance to have a better record than last year. Just can't fumble the bag. I had 108 losses last year and I had 161 wins. So I need 14 wins, 15 wins to get past that. Let's see what we can do. Playoff scenarios as we enter week 17. Right now, the Ravens are the number one seed in the AFC. The number two seed, the Dolphins, will play the number seven seed Colts. The number three seed, Kansas City Chiefs, will take on the number six seed, Buffalo Bills. The number four seed, Jacksonville Jaguars would take on the number five seed, Cleveland Browns. In the NFC, the number one seed, San Francisco 49ers would take on the number two seed, Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go, not take it back. The number one seed, San Francisco 49ers, by obviously. Number two seed, Philadelphia Eagles would take on the number seven seed, Seattle Seahawks. The number three seed, Detroit Lions would take on the number six seed, Los Angeles Rams. And in the four five matchup, we'd have the Bucks versus the Cowboys. And for tonight's game, I've got the Cleveland Browns winning this one 33 to 17 over the New York Jets. I think the Jets will have some life in there in them. Uh there will be no, you know, Zach Wilson tonight, so it should be Trevor Simeon uh leading the way on that, especially after he got the win last week. Uh but I think Joe Flacco will be a little bit too much for his former team. And this week I'm actually going to give you my picks since last week, I was trying to be secretive, and it probably cost me. Uh, <laughs> I got the Browns, Lions, 49ers, Packers, Ravens, Bills, Bears, Raiders, Jaguars, Texans, Rams, Eagles, Bucks, Seahawks, Chiefs, and Broncos all winning this week. All right, everybody. That is it. Uh, this is episode 121. I'm sorry. All over the place. I, I fumbled on words. A uh, lot, lot of fumbles this week. <laughs> a lot of fumbles for your boy this week, but I do hope you enjoyed the show. And I think you understood mostly what I was trying to say out there before I was out here blah, 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 on all that type of stuff. Just saying stuff and just, just missing words. But <laughs> we'll be back next week and we'll be a little bit better next week as we get into week 18 of our power rankings. And we'll be just one step closer to the playoffs. Once again, everybody, thank you all for tuning in. This has been episode 121. Make sure you guys enjoy some football. College bowl season is going on strong. And on top of that, we got some big NFL matchups this weekend that will have big playoff implications. Once again, I'm Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network and Bowie Television. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you all next week for episode 122. Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. Hey.
If anybody got a question, I give them the...